Hello, you're listening to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. If some of our discussions and tips are working for you, why don't you grab a 15-minute call with us at ecommercecall.com. We'll see whether we can help scale your e-commerce business. We will quickly see if we're a fit or whether we can recommend someone else to get you where you need to go. The worst case is you'll have a fun 15-minute chat and regardless, you'll come away understanding a lot more about your business. Book a call at ecommercecall.com. Hello and welcome to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, we're talking about selling art online. So let's get started. Hey, Ian, how are you? Good morning, Mark. Very well. How are you doing? I'm all right, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was looking through the podcasts, and I realized that a lot of people who have bought the book and done stuff have been selling art online so what i thought we'd do today is we thought we'd uh do a podcast on how to sell art online because i think it is it is different we've got a lot of uh, photographers in the coaching group and we've got a lot of artists people selling their own art and we've also got a lot of galleries as well who, who do that because um obviously during you know the lockdowns their focus was was very much online um and it never had been and they suddenly had to learn how to sell online and obviously people are you know, being able to be out and about. But I think that the shift has changed now and people are going to want to continue to sell online because some people have done very, very well with it. Yeah. So, you know, what's um, interesting for me yeah. about selling art online is, I mean, okay, it's a lot of the normal e-commerce rules which, which we'll talk about, but the big, the big things is, number one, or the big difference between selling art online and, and, all, and selling other stuff online is that the buying window for art tends to be really, really, really long. So I Especially use, expensive art, yeah. Big, bigger, more expensive. Expensive yeah. art. Yes. So, yeah. you know, anything with average order values of, you know, £1,000 plus or even maybe maybe £500 plus. Yeah. Um, it's a very long buying window. And what we mean by that is that... that that when somebody starts thinking about buying art to actually going ahead and buying it could be months. And mm. so, you know, compare it to you know, a, a sort of more, more of an immediate rational distress purchase, like I need a car battery online I need it now. Mm. And you've got like mm. a day, you know, 12 hours to get the sale. You know, if someone comes to the website, if they don't buy within 12 hours, you've lost them, they've gone. Mm. Um, and whereas buying art, you might have three, four, five months. So the buying window yeah. is massive. And the second thing is how it's like you have to create desirability for you know for something that might be really expensive that actually has no tangible value at all. Mm. Yeah, and so it's all in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? it? Yeah, so you you've got to create that amazing desirability. So you can't just plonk, a, you know, a, if you're selling a painting or a clay pot or a, you know, something like that. You can't just plonk it on the website and get expect you know expect people to buy it. So there's a mm -hmm. whole piece of work around creating desirability because obviously that piece of art is is worth technically the material. And maybe the time that it's you, you know, there was, or basically the material in it, it's not worth mm. anything. So it's all, mm. it's all about creating that desirability. 
And I mean, yeah. that's just the art world, and that's what the art world does very well. But they're the, well, two, think, they're the two big things. Yeah, I think there's different ways you to think about it. Like, obviously, some art sells itself. Like people, some people are just art buyers, and they go into the gallery, and they see something, and they buy it. But a lot of people actually buy art in a different way, and they actually, you know, they, they may have heard about the artist through some other you know, means they might have read about them in The Guardian or they might have read about them in newspaper or a magazine or something like that. And then they've started to kind of find something interesting about the art artist and then they've gone and looked at the work and then they've wanted to buy. So, yes. you know, with normally e-commerce sites, we're driving people to the product page and they're landing on the product pages. And, you know, we're, we're, we're expecting the whole consumer set to kind of be as just buy just the art. But, of course, it's, you know, with a lot of art you need to understand the story behind it and fall in love with the artist first before you then maybe might be interested in buying something from that, that person. So um, it's especially harder online because, it, you know, when you can see an art piece of art in a gallery right in front of you, you can actually see it and, you know, get, get a good feeling from it. But when you're buying on, art online, it, it's very difficult to do that if you haven't, if you don't yeah. know who the artist is because that will get you over the line if you oh God, I just love you know, Stuart's work and, uh, you know, whatever he does, he, I, I want to be part of it and I'd really like to own something of it. It's more of a kind of like, I so want are you that. Saying, are you saying that that's, that has to start before they come to the website? Yeah, so it's, there's a there's a process that, that, that I would use to sell art and yeah. the first thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that the traffic coming to the website is qualified like really qualified. So, you know, with normal e-commerce, we might do like in Facebook, a conversion campaign or even on Google shopping we might do like that's a conversion campaign. It's driving for conversions, but it's a very expensive way to get people to come and see the website for the first time. So like on Facebook, I might have, you know, a video by the artist that's profiling the artist or something that's you know, really interesting about the artist, but it's maybe like two, three minutes long. So I might do a, a video views campaign that uh, people watch and then only the people that go 50% through that video are the ones that I would then follow up with more marketing. So what I'm using there is, is a qualification step that's, that's fairly inexpensive compared to a conversion campaign you know, like a video views campaign on Facebook or a landing page views campaign is much cheaper to use to filter people out rather than a conversion campaign. So you need to make sure that you're qualifying the people that are coming to your site. There's no point people driving people to the site who are never going to buy art. Mm. Just, you know, it's too expensive. You, you've got some art and art is, you know, it's very subjective, isn't it? It's very subjective that there's certain of amount of people that are going to buy your art will be a certain subset of a subset of a subset yeah. because that's, you know, you are a person, you create what you like well, and what you want I'll to create. Say, I'll just say one thing at this stage, um, that, it, that it does depend. If you're selling your own art, that's one strategy. If you're selling other people's art and your own or just other people's as well, um, that's another strategy. So if you are yeah. selling other people's art, so... You know, we've worked with clients who, was, who are, well, agents really, but they would they would buy you know some limited edition prints from Pablo Picasso or Henry, Henry mm -hmm. Matisse or you know et cetera et cetera. That's it. I'm out now. I'm out of artists. Can't think of any others. <laughs> <laughs> but they you know, so 
there is traffic searching for those pieces of art and those artists. Mm. And, you know, that's where you probably could use some of the more traditional marketing. I mean, you could technically use Google Shopping. Yeah, because people are looking for those specific paintings or prints or yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah. I yes, mean, but that, that, it's about SEO. getting... Yeah, it, the natural SEO would, would work well. Yeah, so the one I know you're talking about had a lot of natural SEO for yeah. certain artists and that was coming to the site and that, that worked. But like the first important thing is to make sure you're getting qualified traffic. So in that case, that would be qualified because it's like yes. we're looking for that specific artist. So we're searching We've got for that, Pablo Picasso. You know, we, have, yeah. we have a Pablo Picasso category. We have stock. Uh, yes, yeah. that's qualified traffic. Yeah, so it's really qualified. And then once you get that qualified traffic to the website, the idea that you're going to make a sale straight away is, you know, especially if you're selling something for like 500 quid, $500, $1,000, something like that, it's probably quite small because that's a big, you're basically saying to someone, here, eat a whole cake. You know, you really want to give them the cake as a sample and say, look, here's a little bit of the cake, what do you think? So that on that visit, it's very, very important that we capture the email address. Um, <laughs> what what you don't mean is give give them a chunk of art for free. No. You basically mean you need to start a conversation with them. They're yeah. not going to so, buy on the first visit. There's no way they're going to go. They're going to buy, a, 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 you know, especially if the, if you're an art if you're only selling your own art, and and nobody's ever heard of you. They're never ever going to buy on the first visit. I don't know who you are. No. It's it's no. a very much a considered purchase. That buying window is really, really long. So we so want you're... to grab an email yeah. address or something that we can use to to kind of get in touch with them again. So you know, with art, we could do, you know, we, like there was the gallery we talked to, they got loads of films and stuff about potters and documentaries and all lots of really cool stuff that people hadn't seen that they could use to um, you know, used to grab grab email addresses, and yeah. um, you know that, that that was. I mean, even if, even if it's just like like you search in search gallery, they use a ten percent off. I mean, th there's nothing complicated about that. There's ten percent off co coupon to get your email address yeah. on your first visit. Yeah. You know, so simple as that. It's just very important to get that email because then yeah. you have a chance well, you, of warming them up. You're building. Yeah, you you have a chance of warming them up. You start. You're able to start a conversation with them. And you're building an audience around you. I mean, essentially, I think around with art, with people selling art, the most important thing is to build an audience around you mm. That, mm. That, that love you, people that you know, emote. And, that, and this will become your, well, your, I've said this before, and it's, it, it's you know, it, 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 the bank. You know, it's your, it's you your bank them account. Up. Yeah, you've yeah. got to warm them up. You know, you've you got to warm, to warm them up. Them and so up. Yeah. you then have an email sequence afterwards that would you know maybe it'd be like you know all the kind of ways people like to absorb content some viewable sound um reading and it would be things that would warm that person up about the art and what it was doing and people who bought it and you know all those kind of things like look this we just saw this painting we just installed it here and looks it looks amazing and you know it'd be kind of all those things that people would go oh gosh they bought some so I so you're saying some. You're saying that you you capture their email address and then you use email as the tool to start yeah. dripping <clears throat> this this content that's coming through things that's happening in the gallery. 
things that they're doing. Yeah, so you have regular regular content. So you, you yeah. might do you might um, do like Facebook lives of you in the studio doing things, or you might do Facebook mm. lives of you delivering a painting, or you might do Facebook lives of something creating something, or being given an award, or you know, like things that are going on in your life. You basically kind of build. You know, maybe you've got an exhibition on, and you're setting it up in the back behind the scenes, and all those yeah. things. You know, this is the same. Bit... If you're selling other people's art versus your own, it's the same. Yeah. Same stuff. Yeah. yeah. And and so you'd be doing that on email, and you'd also be doing that, let's say, on Facebook. So you'd be doing it on Facebook. So rather than, um, you know, you've, you've got you've they qualify themselves by watching a video or a piece of content that you know that people who they get a decent way through that then they're qualified. You then warm them up on Facebook as well. So you might have maybe 10 different bits of content that you're going to put as a, what's called a landing page view campaign. So the idea is that you just get them to see all this warming content. So they might be like a podcast, someone interviewed you on a podcast, or there might be a TV program that you were featured in with a clip, or there might be, um, you know, like a, a, a famous person that bought your art or, you know, like all these different things that, that are going to be sent to these people to warm them up. So they've, they've seen a video of you. They've got 50% through. They're quite interested. And then they're going, getting all these little bit of you know, tidbits about stuff, all the stuff. So they're going, oh, that's, I did like that artist. And, well, that's interesting. And I like that. And, you know, it's warmed them up. And then you're doing the same right. with the email list. And then once you've warmed them up, you can basically, you know, you're in a position to sell something. So then yeah. you do what's called, usually you do what's called like a product launch and you kind of say, well, I'm doing a new series of things, something, and I'm going to, there's going to be maybe, you know, two originals of this or something like that. And I'm going to do a hundred prints or something like this. And uh, if you're interested in this medium that I'm doing, then you could sign up to my early bird list, basically. Am I kind of like, preview list and you get yeah, people on so that starting, list and you use started that. to do pre-launches yeah. and you say there's something coming up everybody and you end up yeah i mean ultimately selling before you've made yeah, the pieces, so you're, really. you're effectively but you, what you can you can only do that if you've got a community of people who are warmed up ready so that was the first step you've got to mm. warm this community you've got to warm this group up who are ready to buy your art and yeah. then to make them go mental for it you have to create some scarcity and art has scarcity because yeah. you know you can only do so many pieces and you can only well, do so many art, prints that's, and that's what art is yeah scarcity yeah. isn't it that's the whole way you get desirability is, is through scarcity um, yeah and uh, yeah and that's what you need to that's what you need to play on mm. And then you do a product launch sequence where you say, this is what we're going to do and this is where we're going to have and then launch it and you kind of give I mean, kind of like little kind of um, previews and say, look, this is the this is the way it's going to look and this is so what's going to happen and this is what we use. Key. That's key. That's key. But what, what what about, I mean, generally, so at this point, you've you've built an audience through, through much better email capture. Mm. And obviously you need to think about the ways to do that. And we actually, the previous podcast we've done around email capture was probably the one that you should listen to. But we talked a lot about email squeeze pages. So you take people mm. into a certain area of the site that is exclusive, like, you know, VIP only, but it's just an email capture. So they can't mm. get into this until they, they give us this. But you, and all, all different ways. But the only, so then you're saying do a pre, pre-launch. But what about if you've, which I absolutely agree, is that fantastic. 
uh, and works really, really well. Um, and it's kind of like the equivalent of your sale. You know, a normal business, you'd have a big sale period. Um, and then, you know, you're going into sale with it, with an email database of 100,000 rather than 20,000. And it's all of a sudden mm. far more lucrative. And that's that, that's the, the equivalent of doing it in the art world because you don't really want to do sale um, stuff. But um, but then generally, what you know, then it's about how I mean, how do you sell the other stuff? You might have a you might have an art studio or an art gallery. You've got loads of pieces that you want to sell, and you mm. can't do a pre-launch for all of them because you've already made them, already there. And then, but it's about applying scarcity to those, isn't it? It's about saying this is only mm. this is a limited edition exclusive piece. Yeah, you know, so yeah. you can add scarcity so, to that as well. So it, yeah, but the, the thing is, is it's like if you create scarcity on someone that doesn't want something, they don't care. You know, if someone yeah. turned around to me and say, "I've only got four wedding dresses left, left," what are you going to do? I'm mean, like, "Well, I don't care. Keep your wedding dresses if that's if yeah. that's how many you go sell them to someone else." So. Um, but if the traffic's you know, qualified, I mean, yeah. I always think at this point, at this, so we're basically saying that building an audience around your art is absolutely key. You need to get people to love the artist. They need to fall in love with the artist, and you build an audience around yourself and your art business. Um, and then, and then, but now, now talking about you know the overall website flow and how the website. You know, should be laid out and what it should be like. And the best way to um, the best way to think about that is if if we were you know if you had, if you actually built a physical art art gallery um, or mm. an art studio where people could come in and see you know see your pieces. You know what would you what would it look like? How would it be laid out? Where would it be? And and how and how the yes. whole website so flow basically for having. This qualified traffic coming that you've warmed up, you've got your audience. Obviously, you do your product launches and that's doing well. You, you know, you're getting things, but then you're going to have art on your website that's going to be available all the time to to sell because there's going to be people who want to buy your art because you've built you, you've built up a community. So you then have to have a website that flows nicely, don't you? Because yeah, you have to have art. So they go, well, I really like the piece that Mark did on Rangitoto, um, but I don't, that's the wrong size for my job. My job is to create a centerpiece in my lounge. Um, and I need something like that, but not that. So then you go, yeah. you know, you like this art. Do you want to see more in this collection? Do you want to see more in there? If you're selling other people's artists, yeah. more by this artist. So people do you want to see to the website mm -hmm. flow. So in, yeah. if you look at, you know, any e-commerce stat, we talk about pages per visit. Um, and you know session duration things like that and that's basically how many times people click around and yeah. something like this it's like it's off the chart it's like they love to click around they don't just want to go and click on one product and disappear they want to mm. they flow through the whole website beautifully if you let them and that you have to allow them to do that mm. um that website flow is critical and buying not buy the first piece. is a pleasure it's, yeah. it's something that is the part of the pleasure is the is the buying of it, and so therefore you've got to make it a pleasurable experience. So, like Saatchi, the gallery, they on their website they have something that as you click the art and you like more, the more you click, the more you like. The idea is that it's supposed to get more, learn more about what you like. 
So mm. the idea is you think, oh, if I keep going there and I keep looking at stuff, it'll start suggesting stuff that's even better. To be honest, I think it's pretty crap and it doesn't do that. But the idea is nice. Is that yeah. The more I'm going to be well, on this website, the better well. it's going to get. Sa- it was Sa- it was two, two, there's two big sites that we were looking at, Saatchi Art and Artsy.net, I think. Mm. And what they both did well was encourage that website flow. I.e., you know, you land on, you're looking at a particular, pro, you know, page, and there's all that more, you know, more by this art, similar style, similar colours, um, more by this artist. You know, what people also looked at, it's, it, it's very good at getting people to flow, and that's absolutely key. And that's just what you do in your art. Your, you know, we, we, I, I've, probably, I've said this story before, but we work with an art, actually, an art gallery. A really nice art gallery that was that was quite famous, um, and they have they actually have a physical art gallery as well, um, but they were struggling to get their website to scale, and we said, "Well, talk to us about the business." And they said, "Well, okay, well, when 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 people come into our art gallery, you know, we greet them, you know, we, we we always say, you know, hi, we always make them feel really really welcome." We always make them a cup of, you know, a really nice coffee. We would have them, you know, great Nespresso machine. We always make them a cappuccino or something really nice. And if we're having lunch, they always come down and, and we would invite them over to have lunch with us. And I'm like, just people who come in outside. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we pride ourselves in creating this environment where we have a conversation with, with people. We get to know them. And we we always have a conversation with them. And, and, we, and we find out... You know what they what they actually want to achieve because we know they come in with an idea, a vague idea of what they want, but they don't know what they want specifically. But they know they've got a mm-hmm. you know a piece, you know, a, a space to fill or and looking for something. So we find that out, and I was like, wow, this is brilliant. So what you, do you realize that what they what they were doing online was the absolute opposite of that? They weren't starting conversations. There was no flow through the website. It was like the equivalent would be that someone came into their art gallery and there was no one in the shop. There was no one there in the art gallery. There was um, it, it, it was basically a, a, a book, a catalogue on the floor in the art gallery with all the pieces on it and nothing was hung up on the wall. It was literally like they were throwing a catalogue at their heads as they walked in and they'd say, all right, get, buy, buy it or get out. It was the worst experience. It was a total opposite experience online of what their physical, you know, space was like. And as soon as you start to think about, well, what do we want people to feel online? And it starts to make sense. Um, and and you actually really help that that website flow. And I think that's it. You've got to get where that you've got to get where your customer is at. So what's what's the job mm-hmm. in their mind? You know, they know that they they want to buy a piece of art. But they don't know what piece of art they they want to fill. And that. also, if they haven't got rapport, if they haven't got rapport with you, they're not going to tell you. you know, it's yeah. like walking into like a you know a Mercedes dealer and going, "Well, I've just inherited loads of money. I'd really like to buy a car." And you go, yeah. "Well, I don't want to tell them that until until I'm you know I've got rapport with them, I trust them, and I understand what they're doing because you know I, I want to I want to feel like yeah. they are going to give me what I want. And, they're not going to go doing it. And doing this in sto- in physical presence, you can you you can obviously do quite quickly. Sometimes mm. doing it online is a lot takes a lot longer, and that's why 
the buying window is a long time online. And that's why it's critical to capture their email address to start that conversation and warm them up, mm. which is why we're saying that you need to do it because you need to create rapport like you would do if you physically met this person. And online, that might take months. Yeah. So, And I think the last cool. step, the last step is once you've gone through those five steps, and I'll repeat them in a second, is to create a community around the artists, around the buyers of the art. And that will massively increase mm. the lifetime customer value because then they'll see that they are part of a group. They're part of people that appreciate that people like them appreciate it and they'll feel different and they'll want to maintain being part of that yeah. community. They so start to identify to, themselves as a fan of this particular artist yeah. and they buy more so stuff. So let's go through, let's go through those six steps. First one is qualify the traffic. Make sure the traffic coming to the site is qualified as cheaply as possible to get them into the top of the art funnel. Number two, capture the details to open a conversation with the list. Number three, warm them up. Warm them up on you know, wherever you're buying the traffic from. Warm them up in the email list so they become basically raving fans of the artist. Four, create scarcity, do product launch sequences to um, drive buyers out with buying events. Number five, Make sure the website flows well. So once people find something they like, they can find something for their job. And six, create a community around it and help people own the art and become part of something. So those six steps is essentially how we have helped people sell art online. And, you know, that's it really. There's not much else around it mm. apart from do nice art. You know, you actually have to be creating art that people want to buy can't create stuff that people don't want to buy. But if you're in the right place and you know that people, if people see it and they experience it, they'll buy it. So can I ask a question? You may. Mark, number mm -hmm. one, qualified traffic using the videos and to flush people out using the landing page view stuff. Where you said this video, and if they watch 50% of this video, where mm. where should we, where, how, what, what, how do they find traffic cheaply? Where should we put those? What would you say? You got YouTube. You got wherever. Where you got Facebook? Where have, yeah, we got YouTube. We got Instagram. I mean, you can host the web the video on your own uh, website and drop a you know drop an event if they watch more than a certain amount of it. Those kind of things. You just got to have a way of of qualifying people. Um, and it's 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 just a slightly different technique than doing a few. I mean, some artists have seen they have done the normal Facebook ads and they've done well with it, and that's fine. And if they, if you can work out without, you know, it's it's obviously simpler to do that than than do that. But the most important thing is to, you know, if you're selling something, like it's very hard to do it on Google Ads. Let's say you've got a picture of of a of a lake, you know, like if you go onto Google and just start, you know, bidding on lake pictures or scenery pictures it's just like the, the amount of people it, that that picture is going to be right for is just going to be tiny and so it's very important to um yeah it's very important to to have another way to qualify those people in the first place to make sure that they would be interested in buying that art in the first place because you can't afford that you know, google ads is, is an example of something that's very very generic so mm. you've got to be careful with that but i i think we'll finish there ian because we, we we um I just want to keep it nice and short and sweet yeah. for people. Um, and I think there's there's a nice art funnel right there. Um, and um, awesome. We'll speak to you all, okay. all next week. Thank you very much.